Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of the Hayden Squared Talk Show. If you're new here, which none of you are, I don't know why I said that. Anyways. <laughs> we'll just end this intro with playing another intro. Okay, so instead of doing a top fives this week, I decided to do a charts because I'm pretty much running out of ideas. Um, I came up with some ideas like a few weeks ago, and um, they're pretty much all bad. Um, so you were so excited about the ideas when you. First I was so them. excited because I thought, oh, this is gonna be great, but I guess I was extra sleepy because it was like eleven or twelve in the night, and, um, I guess it was kind of like a fever dream, almost, you know? It's like, oh, this is really, really good, and it's, like, the best one that, like, the next best one, like, there's a couple that I've actually used, but one of the best ones is top five YouTube channels, and I feel like, that's such a bad one because five minute crafts takes the cake. As we all mm. know, five mm. minute crafts is the best channel. Now, PewDiePie Stop. is pretty good. Win. Wins. But actually, I have five minute crafts. I have a YouTube channel that I really like that probably none of you have ever even heard of. So, anyways, what is it, Hayden? Let's get on to charts. Okay. Okay. Um, I also revamped charts because, and we've only done it one other time, so it's really not a big deal, but, um, I just thought that it could look better, and I think that it does, um, but we'll see how this goes, it'll probably be terrible, but, we love the um, optimism. the New York Times bestsellers, some of these haven't changed whatsoever, Where um, the product thing is still rocking, yeah, it's, it's been a hundred weeks on the list, um, so, Where yeah. the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. I probably butchered that. I don't really care, though. And um, I might be wrong, but I think that was in first place last time we did the list, too. I think so, but I've never even heard of the book. You know, like, <laughs> before we saw it on the list, I didn't know what it was. Um, no, we're probably just ignorant. Now, should I, or should I not, Hayden, give a little bit of an overview? I mean... I would rather not, but I if you think, yeah, I, I don't think so either. Um, so it sounds good. Where the crawdads sing? It's about like um, someone that becomes like a murder suspect. But I mean, I don't know we how that's murder. so good. I guess I need to read it, but I'd rather not. Um, in second place is The Vanishing Half. It's about, like, twins, and they get, um, separated or something. I'm, I might be wrong on that. Um, but it's been ten weeks on the list, and it's by Britt Bennett. I'll stop talking about murder. I, I don't really care. Um, something that's new on this week is, um, third place, which is... Um, Sucker Punch by Laurel K. Hamilton. Um, it's actually the 27th 
book in the Anta Blake Vampire Hunter series. So it sounds really bad, and it probably won't stay on the list. Um, sorry to say. Um, number four is The Silent Wife by Karen Slaughter. Um, it's new this week also. Um, something that I think was on here. What, Hayden? Every, every, every single book I've heard so far seems related to crime. Where the crowd saying murder. The Vanishing Half kidnapping. Sucker punch, are you kidding me? It's a bar fight. Fourth place, A Silent Wife. Surely that is also murder. And her last name is Slaughter. Are you kidding me? That's pretty good, yeah. I'm pretty sure, um... Well, never mind. Um, number five is The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Um, and that is like uh, a 50s, um, like a 50s murder thing. If there's a guest list, there's like um, a classy party or something. I'm mm. just making guesses. I'm just making guesses now. Interesting. Um, but it's been 10 weeks on the list. Now must be on cool. to, I guess, um, I guess Where the Crawdad Sing is amazing. It's been in first place for like, I don't know. Ever. Almost two years, actually. Yeah. I was two about to say. Two years and like a month. Um, but we'll move on to the next slide. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes top box office movies. Um, I was going to do... Um, I kind of use like a back road to get this because what the usual like box office stuff, um, it was just a bunch of old movies that people were watching because there's nothing there's not a lot that's new but of the new movies these are the top three um i love the game that yes you go ahead i love no, that okay. the first place has a 56 percent and a 28 percent. yeah it's pretty bad but i guess i guess, I guess it's whatever it. i mean it sounds kind of good um the game of death um it's about like an evil board game and stuff. It kind of sounds bad. It's um, been off of no Jumanji. wonder. No, it's probably off the list by now. It's been a couple days since I did this, so it's probably off the list already. But um, it has a, it's a Rotten Tomato of fifty six percent, and then I also think it's important to include the audience score of twenty eight because honestly, it could be more important. Um. The audience score, I think, is more important than the tomato meter. The, to the tomato meter, people. because the tomato meter is um, done by critics, and a lot of times it doesn't matter what critics think. Um, Ad Astra flashbacks. I always talk about this. But we do this every single week, Hayden. I'm yeah, I know. Understand. I'm not going to go into it because everybody else needs to watch the other episodes if you haven't already but uh, i always talk about at astra it sucks but the next movie is yes god yes um what is it about i'm curious i don't really know it's about a catholic girl um who has tempting thoughts after an al aol chat turns unexpectedly racy it's so it sounds pretty terrible oh to me but it has awful. it has natalia also, dyer in it which is yeah, that, um the sister nancy, in, nancy yeah and nancy and stranger things i could tell but the cover. it's a certified fr fresh movie if i could only get out the words um but like i said 
like none of these made the actual um top movies it's just the top new movies so that's kind of sad but um it has a 78% audience score which if you ask me is pretty good it's not, not bad it's not bad it's not great but so um, number great. 3 is the shadow of violence it's also 94 i didn't actually i thought that i did that wrong but then i checked i double checked and it was good but since it's such a new movie doesn't have an audience score yet, so that's why it says N.A. Not um, applicable. I think that's what they're doing for me. Yes. No. So I completely forgot what I was doing for a second. Kind of blacked out like I did before. Um, Love it. I've only listened to one of these songs. and I have I, not listened to a single one. Um, what even is Watermelon Sugar? Are you kidding me? It's... My sister really likes it, but um, I think it repeats way too many times. You know, I That's like it. When, I like it whenever a song tells a little bit of like a story instead of just words smashed you, together you with no. Is the type of song that is really good, and you really like the chorus, and you really like the bridge, and everything, and then it's it ends up being like a six-minute song because they repeat the chorus. Six times in a row. Yeah, I know. That's, like, really bad. But, um... Number one is Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. Um... Second is Rockstar by DaBaby featuring Roddy Rich. I'm not gonna say all of these names on the featuring because I also think that... I like it whenever they have, like... When there's two artists that make a song. But... I think that whenever it gets to be so many, it's kind of stupid. Because if you think about it, if you go to a concert, usually the um, the artist that's not on tour won't be there for the concert. So what's the point? They have to just yeah. have them on a track, you know? Um, and then number three, what's popping? But um, I don't have much to say for these because... I haven't listened to two of them, and the one that I have listened to, I don't really like. So... I just don't like what modern music has come Oh, to. but a whole other thing is that um, I only included three of them because the other two we already mentioned in a charts oh, before. But this has been ch charts for Season 2, Episode 12. I... Wish I could get out words better, but I can't. And, um... Of course, of course. I guess that we'll just move on to the TV show review with Hayden or Nod. When I was a kid, I used to dream what it would be like to live somewhere far away from Hell's Kitchen. But I realized the city was a part of me. It was in my blood. And I would do anything to make it a better place. Good and evil. Sometimes the difference between the two is a sharp line. Sometimes it's a blur. Sometimes we have to do things outside of the law. We're gonna make a difference. I know it doesn't feel like it sometimes, but we are. 
You're blind, but you see so much. I hear things. You know what they call stuff like that? Gifts. I'm gonna train you. Use it. There are other ways to see. Still are left behind. I don't see the city anymore. Each breath you take is mine. There's only dark corners. I'll keep you safe, Karen. I have to be the man this city needs. What are you gonna do? Whatever it takes. We fight every night for something. When the sun sets, we're both the same. You and I have a lot in common. We're nothing alike. We can't go back for nothing. Take what you need, say everything. Another man's evil does not make you good. I respect your conviction. The lone man thinks he can make a difference. This darkness is the light. I'm just trying to make my city a better place. Maybe if he had an iron suit or a magic hammer. That would explain why you keep getting your asses handed to you. We have... Um, a TV show review for all of you today. We have a really, really good show today. I'm going to say today over and over again now because now I think it's funny today. Um, this show is called Daredevil. It is a Marvel show. It takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, technically. Really? But I it is don't a, care. I'm sorry, it, but... I, that doesn't surprise me. You're not a fan. I get it. No, it's not that I'm not a fan. It's that I just don't watch too many movies. Of course. I understand. Anyways, we're going to start with the Rotten, with how it did on Rotten Tomatoes. This show did very well. It got a 92% on the tomato meter and a 92% from the audience, which, in case you didn't know, is very good. Especially yeah, the audience. I always pay attention more to the audience, and it got 92% from both places. Like so what we said important. earlier, usually the tomato meter doesn't actually matter because it's critics Ad doing Astra. it, and they don't. Just remember. Ad Astra, just yes. Always remember. Just always remember. Anyways, Such let's go into movie. the good. We always love to have excellent villains, and we always love when there are more than one. Actually, not always. I not did. always. I did in the case of this show because all of the villains had such a large contrast. One of them was this giant beefy guy who almost seemed sped. Not going to lie, his voice was a little bit slow sometimes. I'm just saying. That's um, a bit rude, some got, would say, but whatever. He got very, got very angry and liked punching people and killing people. But Hashtag that was, me too. That was, that I'm was joking. His, that's because of his childhood, partly. Um, uh, there was the old lady, Madame Gao, who the big beefy guy was scared of. She was old and she was Chinese and she was awesome. Um, I want to grow up and be like, no, I don't. No, she, she runs a drug trade. I do not want to grow up and be like her. Um, anyways, we had the Japanese guy. We had the Russian twins. They were both. Uh, Sounds like a multicultural TV show. Is that had, the right words? I hope. 
multicultural, whatever you want to call it. We had the the skittish accountant. He was not very skittish. He was just whiny. And we had the big beefy guy's right hand man, who was my favorite. Was. Uh, anyways, uh, my second good thing was the amazing hook right off the bat. There is uh, a lady wakes up on the floor of an apartment. Her shirt is covered in blood. And she stands up and she looks down and there is a guy, blood all over the ground, and he's dead. Oh, interesting. So are you actually spoiling anything or... No, that is literally the first scene in the show. That is not a spoiler. Okay. I'm trying really hard not to give spoilers. I might give some. I'm sorry in advance, so spoiler alert, but I will try not to give it any. Seems, it seems like it'd be kind of hard. I mean, with a movie, it's a little bit easier because yeah. it's one, one thing. But with a season, um, he's also doing season one right now. I think, oh, yeah. at least. This is not the whole show. Mm-hmm. But um, it seems like it would be a little bit harder because there's so much extra Yeah, and especially when there's 13 episodes and the episodes are an hour long. That's right. I've watched 13 hours of this show in the last, like, two weeks. Oh, that's oh man. Wait, so have you only watched season one? Yeah. Actually, me and my dad are five episodes into season two already. I see. Anyways. Um... Next good thing, it had the right kind of drama. And if you know what I mean by this, you know that TV shows specifically, I don't like this kind of stuff in movies, but in TV shows, there has to be some kind of drama to keep the other suspense from getting too suspenseful to want to watch. I see. There kind of has to be that stuff that takes you away from the scary and the violent to the um, the good kind of drama. Well, now, and that also um, helps with character development, too, you know? Yeah, you have to have some of that. I'll mention later that there was some kind of drama that I did not like. But um, next... Um, <coughs> oh, no. Corona. Next, I would like to say that I liked the way that a metaphor was created through a blind guy. Now, it's a bit of a reach to call this a metaphor, but I'm taking it as a metaphor. So the guy, this is only kind of a spoiler. He is almost completely blind, but what he says a couple episodes in is that he sees a world on fire, which basically means he got chemicals in his eyes and all he can see is black outlines of things that look like they're on fire. Everything looks bright red and burning. Oh, darn. And why I take this as a metaphor is because a lot of times our world does seem like it is just on fire and trying to destroy itself. So true. We've got COVID. We've got Antifa. We've got riots everywhere all the time. We have all these movements. I'm not going to state my opinion on them because I'll start ranting. Anyways... I mean, that's what this whole Hayden Square thing is, is is just an outlet for me and you to rant, right? Honestly, a lot of times, yes. it has to have structure, don't you think? Obviously. (laughs) Our next bullet point is, oh, I don't want to word that like that. Um, 
I liked the ideals and strong will of the main hero, but at times I also didn't. Because at times I think he gets really annoying, and at times I think his ideals are a little bit low, and that he basically considers himself better. This is kind of in relation to season two. He considers himself better because he only badly injures people and he doesn't kill them. That sounds like kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know how much... He doesn't really think of himself as a hero, but he thinks he's a better person because he doesn't finish the job, but he still ruins I mean, the people. No, lives. but that like doesn't even make any sense because... You know, I'm, I'm, wouldn't yeah. it be better to if you if to let's say die than be hurt really really bad? Now and and be sent to prison for the rest of your life. Just saying. Yeah. Um. Anyways, another thing I liked was good connections between characters. We always love good connections. Um. I thought there was really good chemistry between one of the main characters, whose name is Foggy, and the others, whose name is Karen. They had oh. such good chemistry. Karen doesn't like Foggy, and it makes me very, very, very sad. Very sad. So, does Karen like kids, Bop? <laughs> if only. <laughs> they should have um, done, like... Um, eh, never mind. Just continue. The final thing I liked was the backstory. I love when a show has some solid backstory to it. Okay? It's good. You know, I think that you've gone through this with giving, like, no spoilers. I've given very few spoilers. I'm proud of myself. But now we're on to the bad. Oh, darn. Uh, we have the bad drama. The stupid drama. That makes no sense. And has no place in the TV show. Um, for example, I'm sorry. This is going to be a spoiler. If you're watching right now, I'm I jinxed about to it, give didn't a spoiler. I? I have to. There's the only way I can explain the bad drama. Um, the nurse... There's a nurse who helps Daredevil outside of the hospital. And she, like, falls in love with him. Kind of. Kind of. And he, and there's, like, this portion of time where he's like, I'm not going to stop doing the work I do for you. And she's like, woohoo. But it's all pathetic. That's a bad kind of drama. Sounds okay? like a pretty good reenactment to me, Hayden. I mean, if you get what I mean, you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, the other bad thing was random connections that don't improve the plot. For example, now this connection improved the plot until it stopped mattering, and then they just milked it for all it was worth. The connection between <clears throat> Boggy and Karen to... This lady that they are, that uh, is one of their clients at their law firm named Elena. Um, she, the old lady, she's just a nice lady. And that uh, Foggy and Karen are trying to help her not get like evicted because there are people committing crime, doing stuff behind the outside of the law in her. Um, in her like apartment complex or whatever, and they're trying to help her out. Spoiler again! She ends up dying, 
and they just are a total sob story for like an ep for an entire episode. It's such a waste because they had only known her for like an episode. Maybe I'm the only one who thinks that is a waste. Sounds like you care a bit much, but I don't I'm care. sorry. That's what, that's what this movie review or TV show review is about, isn't it? Also, I'm sorry I yelled spoiler, but I thought you should know. Um, finally, I have another section called The Inevitable, which is just two things that are bound to happen in a show like this. You have the violence, which uh, it's pretty gross. It's really gross at parts. No I'm not going to say a spoiler, but there are gross things. Um, a guy does get decapitated. It doesn't really show his head coming off, but it gets Ooh. really gross. I didn't watch that part. No surprise. Um, the other thing was, we have another thing about drama. We have the filler drama. They have to have it. I don't like it. I don't care for it. However, it has to be there. That's why it's under the inevitable things. Um, I really love this show. Like a lot of things I do like. I like most things I watch. But like I said, oh my gosh, I need to turn this fan off. It's kicking up dust. And it's making my allergies cause problems. Anyways, oh, that's why you keep coughing. I see. <laughs> yeah. It's like not that. for the faint of like I said, not for the faint of heart. It's pretty violent. Anyways, let's move on to our hopefully not messing up Urban Dictionary. Hopefully, Hayden can get all the words out. Hopefully so. Um, okay, so I have to go do something real quick, Hayden. I'm sorry, but... That's fine. So here we are with Urban Dictionary. Um, like usual, we'll hope that I say words right. Um, but understand that most likely I won't say them right. Anyways. Anyways, um, let's go to our first word, um, August 8th word of the day. I did actually remove the, some of the buttons, I guess. Um, I, I take a screenshot, you know, and so... It does get a little bit pixelated, and I don't know how to fix that, but... Um, oh, well. The clock method, and I've never actually used this because I don't think that it would work. Well, we'll just see what you think, Hayden. A method of guessing on a multiple-choice test that involves looking at the position of the second hand. If the hand is between 12 and 3, the guess is A. If the hand is between 6 and... And three and six, the guess is B. Between six and nine, the guess is C. In between nine and twelve, the guess is D. I passed my test thanks to the clock method. Now, the second hand. If I think about that, is that the that's the minute hand, right? Yeah. So no, no I think it literally means the second hand, the hand that measures the seconds. Oh, okay. I don't know how to do things, I guess, but, um, I think that it'd be better, I mean, I'm pretty good at guessing, like, usually if I guess on a test, I'll get it right, um, I watched this video, actually, on how to guess really good, and ever since then, like, every time that I guess on a test, I get the answer right, 
Like, if I actually do the method. But I can't even remember what it was called or the video. But it was pretty good, and I did kind of mess up a little bit, but that's fine. Um, I also don't understand, if you see here, it's, uh, it's by ET with four fours. And, but it was from 2007, but I don't know how it's the August 8th word of the day from this year. Because it, it's, it's just because it was the most popular word on that day. Cause but I it, think but it wasn't, though. But it wasn't, though. I guess Urban Dictionary is, is it just random? algorithm that it uses to pick them or something. Yeah, but whatever. Um... Now that kind of broke the um, the theme that we have this week, or for Urban Dictionary, it's just a bunch of words that are related to people anti-vaxxers. Let's say um, vaccine, something soccer moms think give their children autism. Soccer mom, how on earth did my son die from the flu? An average Joe says. Did you give him the flu vaccine? No, I didn't want to risk autism. And the average Joe says, that will do it. Um, so true. Um, uh, have we talked about vaccines? I think that we have. Yeah, we, we did um, early in season one. Mm, well, the whole autism thing is completely wrong. Oh, it was yeah, from a study that... Accurate that wasn't peer-reviewed, and it was just by a bunch of anti-vaxxers who have since denounced the study, but people still bring it up. So... As though it's real. As though it's real, which is kind of stupid. But, um, essential oils. So we all know that'll mess us up. But, um, what anti-vaxxers use... I actually use essential oils. No, I use essential oils too, but I don't use essential oils to treat, like, a cough, really. Okay, I see what you mean. But, um, I take cough syrup or cough medicine, you know? But, um, what anti-vaxxers use to efficiently and effectively accomplish nothing? Quickest way to deny your ch children their right to health care... In parentheses, which is an actual human right, according to Article 25, which is also blown out of proportion, and I have a whole thing on that. But in like some UN article, um, healthcare is a human right, and but people blow that up as to say that um, you have to give your children medicine, and that's or. Um, well, it's just blown out of proportion. Let's just say that. Just topic. like the autism thing. Um, normal people use this to moisturize their skin. Karens usually find their little bottles of nothingness on Facebook in a group full of other soccer moms who have also successfully been tricked by an MLM. Whatever an MLM even is. Um, Karen. Honey, our little girl apparently contracted measles, and I don't even know how. Bob, did you get her vaccinated? Karen, of course not. I just used some essential oils that I found on Facebook. Bob, you're such a psychopath. Now I'm grateful that you divorced me and took the kids because now I can, can't can be held liable. I hope you get measles now. 
Karen. Well, I'd rather her die than be infected by the lies of the government. So oh my true. I'm sorry. That's exactly no how it goes. Say that. No parent would say that. I'm sorry. No, but that's what it's like, though, because you don't get the vaccine. And I, I actually went over this with someone in my family recently. Is that they would they if um, a COVID vaccine comes out, they say that they won't take it because. Um, Who said that? I'm not gonna say. You know what? Don't tell me. Tell me after. I, I'll tell you after. But um, they won't take it because who knows what's in that vaccine? Um, another Twitter post. What's in that, every vaccine? Okay, it's the same. <sighs> it's well, awesome. and I'll put a Twitter post up right here because I just remembered. Um, I saw it the other day, but somebody, one of these anti-vaxxers, tweeted. And this isn't a joke at all. It's like one. It's on one of these essential oil soccer mom Facebook groups. Um, um, but they're like, I wish vaccines weren't just a bunch of chemicals. It'd be nice if they put like um, weaker viruses in it so that our bodies could just get over it naturally. And that it's like that's exactly what. A vaccine is um and that's a problem with the anti-vaxxers is that they don't even know what a vaccine they is. don't they just believe a bunch of lies it's like i can understand if you don't want to take a vaccine if you have a solid reason with evidence as to why not Give it's me just a solid like reason. it's just well and i also have a thing um if a COVID, if and when a COVID vaccine comes out, I'll want to take it. But um, there is, a, I can see a little bit of a dilemma with taking a, the COVID vaccine if it comes out within like the next six months, because most vaccines go through like years and years of testing, but this one will only be like six months to a year. So there is a little bit of a dilemma as to what could happen in the future, but at least you're saving yourself from any heartache now, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, but um, we'll just continue. You know what? We'll just continue. Um, a soccer mom. A white, middle, or upper-class woman in her mid-twenties to mid-forties with the following characteristics. One, her children usually have names like Zachary, Tyler, Caitlin, Hannah, Haley, or Dylan. Did I, I think that I said that right. Yeah, okay. Um, number two, um, her husband is a rather bland person that works as a family practice doctor, attorney, um, computers. That doesn't even... Okay, whatever. Um, selling pharmaceuticals or some other office drone. Number three, her children are always enrolled in at least two activities, such as ballet, hockey, skiing, softball, and of course, soccer. Number four, her hobbies that don't involve her kids usually include drinking Starbucks, shopping at Kohl's or Old Navy, or gossiping with friends. Her favorite restaurants are usually Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell, Red Robins, and Chili's. 
I'm sorry, but Chick Fil A and Taco Bell are actually good. No, they're like, delicious. Chick Fil A is amazing. I'm just saying it's not my favorite restaurant. If you know That's what I mean. That's true. It's not it's an not actual really, restaurant. It's not an actual restaurant. It's just fast food. Yeah. Now, um, we'll continue. Um, six. Her religious preference is usually Southern Baptist or non-denominational megachurch, um, such as Green Tree. Um, but I'm not calling anybody out. But I'm not sure I understand. What is a non-denominational so, megachurch? So, so it's like a church where every, pretty much everybody in a certain area goes to. And oh, they're non-denominational, okay. and that's exactly what Green Tree is. I'm not saying what that is, Green Tree is bad or anything, but I don't know what non-denominational means. It means so. Do you know what denomin? You know what denominations are, right? No. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's within, how smart I am. We'll talk about this after. Actually, let's not. Let's talk about it right here and right now. Um, so like a denomination within Christianity is like, um. Baptism, or, yeah. Baptist, okay, Baptist, I get it. Or, so non-denominational is just basic Christian. Just like nothing. They don't okay. follow anything specific. It's just the Bible and Christianity, okay. you know. Um, I see what you mean, though. Rocky Dirk. Um, they live primarily in California, Texas, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, Washington, D.C., Colorado, or the Arizona suburbs. Um, so true. This is all accurate so far. All accurate. You know, we don't actually have to go through all of these. You know? And we must continue with the episode. And I'm just piecing out right now. So, let's continue with random tidbits. If I, can I like only... how you think. I like how you think things. Um, spoilers. Oh my gosh. Um, nice sorry. Word. Anyways, um, we have a lovely random tidbits background this week, and I might use it again because I really like it. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, but random tidbits for August fifteenth. I had to say something about this. Uh, we will be posting this on August sixteenth. I we were originally planning to post it on August fifteenth. But we're unable to do so, so it'll be a day late. But yeah, I didn't have I didn't have time to literally redo the whole thing. So yeah, and what's the point? I mean, who yeah. actually cares? Who actually who actually listens watches it the day it's posted? Anyways, national days for August fifteenth. We have National Code Talkers Day. Code talkers were people in the World Wars who were taught secret code and spoke over walkie talkies. Mm. Hashtag cool me stuff. too. Uh, there's National Leathercraft Day, which I don't know what leathercraft is, but it's cool. I'm guessing that it's like working with leather and everything. Also, can we appreciate how I managed to fit all of the pictures together perfectly? Did you do some cropping, I guess? Well, I didn't actually crop, no. I just had to resize weirdly. Okay. But cropping is a good idea for the future. We have National Relaxation Day. This guy is not relaxing right. He's wearing like a like 
a nice, is it just me or is he wearing a nice shirt, like nice short, nice pants, a tie, but sitting in a lawn chair on the beach? With no shoes on. Um, With no shoes. Yeah. And also. That's what I see here. I've, so the thing about the National Day calendar thing is that, um, you have to register a day, like, a year or two in advance. And so most of the most I noticed that pretty much every episode there's one or two national days that's kind of like a kick in the nuts, you know, because who can relax right now? I mean, you can try to relax, but Ooh. everything's breaking down right now. Everything is everything's horrible. horrible. Actually, not, not everything is horrible. I have most things. everything. There's also it's a, a lot of thing. bad things. Pretty much every day I say everything sucks because currently everything does next pretty much we have, next we have national lemon ring pie and i've never had that but i've never looks had so it delicious. i've never had it but um it looks, it looks pretty good. So good do they like toast the whipped cream on top or is that whipped cream yeah or? it's not whipped cream it's meringue which is like a special whipped I, well i know what meringue is and it's really hard to make um yeah it's you, like froth it's literally pretty much just froth well from what i it's from what i egg, understand it's egg white beaten a bunch to where it has a bunch of air in it but if you get the yeah. tiniest bit of yolk in it it doesn't work and one time i was yeah. making soufflés and oh fancy um, the meringue completely didn't work and then i ended up dropping it on the floor so um, oh my it was pretty bad but. Anyways, our next thing, World <laughs> Honeybee Day, and we talked about it. Don't kill a honeybee. Just don't. There's so much honeybee penis eye going around. Yeah. I'll, if fake. I remember, right. I'll insert the video of um, the bumblebee high-fiving a person. It was pretty good. That is amazing. I try to catch bumblebees sometimes because, I mean, I feel like if you're not openly aggressive toward them, they won't sting you, but I'm not sure because I haven't tried it yet. I try to get them to land on my hand, but also... I try I'm... to catch, um, like, flies with my hands. Anyway... Because oh, then they don't okay. see you. Anyways, uh, we have our Florida man. Florida man wrecks liquor shop, blames Caterpillar. Oh, that's so good. That is really, truly amazing. That sounds but like also... something that I would say. Like... Um, this is why I would never be able to steal or get in any sort of trouble is that, uh, and then try to lie is because I can't lie. And obviously, and also what did that caterpillar do to him? Okay. Yeah. Like, um, I wouldn't try to blame it on, you know, somebody else in the store. I'd blame it on the caterpillar too. Hayden, this is why we don't speak. I speak English, okay? Not English, English. Finally, um, we have our famous birthdays for August 15th. Jennifer Lawrence is turning 30. Um, you may know her from Hunger Games. That's the only thing yeah. I can think of. Anthony um, Anderson is turning 50, and he hosts a game show called... Insert title here. Let me Google it. Um, well, another thing 
Another really good movie that Jennifer Lawrence is in um, is Passengers. It consists of like a two, well, a three-person cast, and um, it's pretty good. I need to do a movie review on it because it's pretty good. Have you watched it, Hayden? No, I have not. And also, Anthony Anderson is the host of To Tell the Truth, which is a game show where they take the they take three people, and those three people all try to convince four famous judges that they are this like outlandish person, like that they hold the world record for most toilet seats smashed with their head, I think was one. And they all try to convince the judges that they did it, but only one of them actually did it. And the judge's goal is to score points by guessing the right person. That sounds pretty boring after like a couple episodes. It's actually really fun. Okay, whatever it's you say. Surpri- it sounds really boring, and I understand why you would say that, but it's actually pretty fun. I prefer Wheel of Fortune, to be honest. Wheel <laughs> of Fortune. Anyways, that is going to be all for this lovely episode. I hope you all enjoyed yeah. all of our speech blurbs. Yeah, if I could only talk right, it'd be nice. Um, but It'll get better. Obviously, it can't. Probably yeah. not. Let's be honest, it won't. I mean, but we love the quirks. The quirks make us quirky, and the quirkier we are, the more relatable we seem. So true. When you you have quirks, when you seem really stupid, it makes you seem more approachable because people are like, I can't be dumber than them, so. So true. Okay. (laughs) Well... Anyways. That should end this lovely episode. Um, we will see I you guess, next time. Yeah, whenever next time will be. Oh, actually, yes. No, don't don't go into it, Hayden. Don't go into it. We won't go into it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.